this is a question I received recently. Dear Gautam, I feel completely helpless and afraid as my aunt has pancreatic cancer and it is spreading extremely fast. Doctors also seem to not have any handle on the situation. While this is going on, my uncle was diagnosed with a brain tumour, but thankfully he seems stable after angioplasty. It all seems to come at once and we really do not know what to do. Witnessing the suffering of a loved aunt is unbearable. Please give us your views. Quite frankly, witnessing anyone's suffering is unbearable. Yes, of course, your loved one's suffering is unbearable, but any form of suffering anyone is going through is unbearable. The question is that we don't suffer fully. When we are in a helpless situation, we compound the suffering by conceptualizing about it. What did I do wrong? Could I have done anything differently? Because of me, this is happening. You see, the me starts coming in and claiming ownership of things which were done. And what is supposed to be pure suffering, because there is no way out, it is a loved one who is suffering has to be embraced, but we are trying to find a way out of the suffering. We are not given that option. Some things in life must be suffered, but we compound the suffering by trying to find a way out when there is not any way out. As he has said, that there's, there's no real way out. So, we have to accept a lot and there's nothing wrong in suffering, in crying, in feeling. You know, Ramakrishna Paramhans himself had said once that some relation of his, a young lad had passed away and he said, I thought I'm so unattached and I danced at his funeral. But the next day, I was racked with grief. And then I asked myself, Ramakrishna is saying, what is this? And he said, I concluded that isn't he also a part of my own very self? Why would I not feel grief? And as Ramesh would say that even Ramana Maharshi, when he got the news that a friend passed away, tears came down. But the next moment someone said, let's go and have lunch, it's lunchtime, off they went for lunch. Which means that suffering as pure suffering or grief in this instance is not really the problem, it is a natural biological reaction. The problem is when the grief either extends into mourning in the duration of time, that I'm supposed to be depressed, I'm supposed to be sad, that you kill the next moments that follow because of this. 
or you compound your grief by saying things should not have been this way. My aunt should not be suffering. The doctors might have done something wrong. It is the thinking mind which actually gives sustenance to the fire of suffering. And so, his question about what can one do because you have two family members who are ailing is acceptance of what is, including your reaction to it. That is where the peace is to be found. The peace is not to be found in trying to find a way out of the suffering. It is to be found through the suffering, knowing that it happened because it had to happen. On a lighter note, it was Nisargadatta Maharaj who said, he said, 82 years ago, my parents enjoyed for a few minutes and after that I had to suffer for 82 years. <laughs> what is he trying to point at is that life is, as, as Ramesh would say, life is imprisonment. But the question is that we convert the simple imprisonment into rigorous imprisonment. How? By blame, condemnation, guilt, shame, arrogance, pride, hatred, malice, envy, jealousy. Based on what somebody did to us or what we did to somebody. So the question is, is this imprisonment going to be a simple imprisonment or a rigorous imprisonment? Is it a pessimistic view of life? Not really, because everyone has experienced suffering in some form or another in their lifetime. And if you ask an average person, they say they have seen more downs than ups in their life. And it was Lord Buddha who himself said, find me a house in which nobody has died. So, to understand this better, the subject better, rather than avoid it and to accept it, is what gives peace of mind.
and some of us say why me why did this happen to my family member or why did it have to happen to me and this question when it would come up with ramesh sometimes he would say a painting can ne- never know why the painter painted it so who is asking the question the individual ego with its sense of doership is wanting to know something about something which has been done by the creator a created object can never know the will of the created subject as he would say or again as he would say you know we say why has god created handicapped children what harm have they done to anyone and ramesh would say but nobody says that god why have you created healthy children we take it for granted but when there is a problem we say it should not be that this way but life is duality up and down black and white left and right rich and poor healthy children and handicapped children health and disease 